Welcome to Shelf Acceptance Podcast, a podcast about books and mental health, hosted by me, Mel, a highly sensitive book-loving therapist with anxiety who hopes to create a safe space for honesty, vulnerability, advocacy, and normalizing all the feelings. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me. Um, This is the Shelf Acceptance Podcast. Um, I just wanted to start off by introducing myself and talking a little bit about what I plan to do with this space and I guess why I decided to start a podcast. Um, So just some general basic info. Um, My name is Melissa. I also go by Mel. Um, I use pronouns she, her. My Myers-Briggs personality type is an INFJ, which is also known as the advocate, and I really strongly identify with that. I actually make most of my friends take that personality test, so I know how to be friends with them in the best way. Um, I'm a generally controlling person because I like to be in control. Um, My partner will say I get angry very easily, which is probably true, and pretty much all I eat are carbs. So... I started a bookstagram almost a year ago now, um, which if you're not familiar is kind of a little corner of Instagram where a community of people post about their love of books and, you know, what books they're reading and all things like that. Um, I found it to be a really great outlet for me to talk about books, but have also realized that I use it as a space to talk about mental health as well. Um, And I decided that this might be a good way for me to expand, you know, in talking about both. Um, So this podcast is definitely going to be a place where I talk about books, um, especially books I love, maybe even with other people who love books, but it'll also be a space where I talk about mental health and, you know, the importance of kind of talking about that. Um, So I work as a full-time therapist. Um, I'm a licensed social worker, and I work with a lot of different kinds of people. Um, I have experience working in a domestic violence safe house, a nursing home, a youth-centered outpatient program, a crisis walk-in clinic, um, and now I'm working as an outpatient therapist for a community mental health agency. Um, I've been doing this for a while now, and, um, you know, it's kind of hard to find the right fit when there are so many options, especially with being a social worker. Um, But I really do enjoy, you know, doing individual therapy with people and getting to just be someone that holds space for them on their mental health journey. Um, I'm also trained and I have a certification in SAMPLE therapy, which is a trauma-focused therapeutic modality um, that, you know, I'll probably talk a little bit more about in the future, but it's based off of theories by Carl Jung, who is my favorite psychiatrist, Um, not a psychiatrist, theorist, but he also came up with the idea behind the Myers-Briggs personality type, so definitely read more about him if you're interested. Um, But yeah, so I work with a lot of different kinds of people. I really, really do love my job. There are a lot of hard parts to it, obviously. Um, You know, working with such different diverse groups of people, um, you know, any given day is a different situation, you know, just seeing people for one hour a week can sometimes be tough, but, um, you know, like I said, every everyone that I work with is really different, and it keeps things interesting for sure. Um, 
I so separate from working as a therapist, I also have had anxiety myself for most of my life. Um, I go to therapy for myself as well. Um, I really love my therapist, and I feel like I've learned a lot about being a therapist from her. Um, I'll definitely, you know, talk more about my therapy experience, you know, as somebody in therapy, but also specifically as a therapist in therapy. Um, and I hope to have maybe some guests in the future that will talk about their experiences, either being in therapy or being a therapist as well. Um, so that's that's my professional life. Um, also, you know, like I said, I post a lot about my own mental health and, you know, I think it's really important to talk about that, especially, you know, working in the mental health field. Um, in terms of reading, um, I started reading probably when I was three years old, according to my mom, um, and I never stopped. I remember reading Judy B. Jones and obsessing over them when I was in elementary school. Um, and then I remember as I got a little bit older, my mom would start taking me to the library and we would take out multiple books at a time and kind of race to finish them before they needed to be returned. My mom's a slow reader, so I always won. Um, in fifth grade, I read Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom, um, which, if you haven't read it, is a book about a girl who gets her period for the first time. Um, and I made my whole fifth grade class read that book along with me. So my copy was passed around to all 25 kids in my class, um, even the boys who probably didn't know what a period was yet. And I still have that original copy. It's very torn. Um, some of the pages are not even in connected to the book anymore, but I'll keep that forever. Um, I, as I got older, I loved and I still love John Green and Nicholas Sparks. Um, I really just love books that make me feel a lot of things. Um, more recently, I've been really loving contemporary romance um, and fantasy books, which I, again, I'll definitely talk more about, um, you know, which ones I've recently read and how much I loved them and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But um, romance specifically is something that just makes my anxiety feel so good. Um, I think knowing ahead of time that there is going to be a happy ending just makes a huge difference um, when I'm reading. So fantasy even, you know, I love reading fantasy and I think that um, it's good as like an escapist type of thing for me when I'm having anxiety, but there's just something about knowing that things are going to be good at the end that just makes me feel super calm. And I think that um, that could be said for a lot of things in life. You know, I watch the same shows over and over again because I already know what happens and I already know how they end um, and that makes my anxiety feel good. So those kind of things definitely relax me a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think that even, you know, it's a, it's really important to find things that, you know, make you feel good just in general, even if you don't have anxiety. Um, and especially, you know, if you are a reader, I think it's more important to read books that you feel good about than to read books you feel like you should read. Um, it's obviously important to kind of like diversify your reading and read books um, from people of different communities and different backgrounds of you so that you're not just reading your own experience over and over again. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'll talk a little bit more in the future about some of my favorite books that I've recently read, some recommendations, and I hope to have some guests in the future that can talk to um, 
you know, different diverse types of books. Um, I am like a really strict planner, so I plan almost every aspect of my life. Um, I, I posted about this on Instagram a little while ago that I actually have six planners that I use right now. Um, I make a lot of lists. Um, the only part of my life that I actually don't plan is my reading. So unless it's for my book club or some kind of like buddy read that I plan to do, um, I don't plan what I'm going to read. I don't make like a TBR list for the month or anything like that. I kind of just pick up a book based on my mood. Um, I've only recently started putting books back down if they don't feel like good for me at that time. Um, and it, it's definitely nice to, to let myself do that and have that kind of um, spontaneity in my life of in terms of reading. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel good about planning what they want to read, and I feel like if I did do that, I wouldn't allow myself to stray from that plan, um, and that's something that I don't want to do for myself, so I don't plan what I'm going to read. I just read what I feel like. Um, so besides reading, some of my favorite things to do include, you know, watching my favorite shows over and over again. Like I said, New Girl is one of those that I just really love. Um, I eat peanut butter sandwiches while cuddling dogs pretty frequently. Um, again, I plan everything. Um, I really love spending time with my family and my friends and my partner. Um, I am an introvert, so I do need time to recharge at the end of the day if I'm with people for too long. Um, I've actually dedicated Mondays as my day to do nothing. Um, I don't work on Mondays and, you know, most people do. So I try to be by myself for most of the day and, you know, it's made a big difference to have that for myself. Um, I also read tarot cards or oracle cards um, for myself and others. So if you're not familiar with what that is, I'm always happy to answer questions. Um, I always preface by saying I'm not telling your future. I'm just reading what the cards say based on energy and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I love that. Um, I consider myself to be an advocate for, you know, all things mental health. As obviously, as a therapist who participates in her own therapy, um, I feel really strongly about that. Um, I feel like we should all have the opportunity and accessibility to receive mental health services, which unfortunately is not always the case. Um, on my website, I'm actually going to add a list of um, different organizations that you can donate to that help to provide mental health services for people who don't have access to them. So definitely check that out if you want to know more information. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm very honest about my own experiences um, in the hopes that it will make others feel safe to share their own, you know, struggles and experiences with mental illness. Um, I feel like it's very important to talk about in a way of you know, to normalize that it's, you know, it is normal and it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to struggle sometimes and it's okay to have hard days and, you know, therapy should be normal. Um, I am a fierce believer in self-care and how important it is and, you know, having gone to school for, you know, psychology and social work, it's something that was pushed on me very hard and I'm glad that it was because it 
you know, it's, it's normal to need to do things to take care of yourself. And I think that we live in a society that doesn't always make us feel like it should be a priority to take care of ourselves, but it definitely should be. Um, and self-care, you know, we have that like general idea of what self-care is, like going for a massage or getting a pedicure or, um, like pampering yourself, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And those things are definitely nice and important and, you know, things that I enjoy doing for myself. But I think my biggest act of self-care is setting boundaries um, and kind of keeping those boundaries more strict with other people so that I don't overextend myself. Um, I'm a very sensitive person and I'm very in tune to other people's feelings, which I guess makes me a good therapist, but can also cause my energy to drain really, really quickly. Um, So setting boundaries and keeping them in place is really the best way that I can take care of myself um, on a consistent basis. And obviously I love a good pedicure every now and then as well. Um, But reading is also a really good act of self-care for me. I try to set time every day to just read. Um, I also try to set time to write every day. Um, It doesn't always happen and that's okay, but it's something that makes me feel good. And it's something that I try to stick with because, you know, it is a way that I take care of myself and letting all my thoughts kind of come out or, you know, by reading and, you know, focusing on something other than my constantly running internal monologue. so yeah, definitely important. And again, I will talk about that more in the future with self-care and different, you know, ways that we can take care of ourselves and why it's important and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but one of my, you know, major life goals is to own and run a bookstore that is also a center for mental health care. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do. And I think it what real it's what really pushed me to, you know, get into this field. Um I started this podcast, you know, and my blog as a way to reach people virtually and, you know, hope that someday it might lead to a physical space where people can feel safe to talk about their feelings and, you know, also talk about books they love. Um, I've, you know, I'm hoping that my own honesty and vulnerability in this space will allow others to feel safe to do the same. Um, And I also, you know, want to normalize the experience of going to therapy, asking for help, feeling all your feelings, um, not trying to always make things look good because things are not always good and that's okay. Um, And while doing all those things, I also want to try to educate people on, you know, the importance of mental health, uh, mental health related issues, um, and also just giving people the space to, you know, share their own stories and, you know, I hope that this can be a good, you know, start for all of that. Um, you know, I did also create a website. It's shelfacceptance.com. You could find me on Instagram as well at shelfacceptance. Um, and I think, you know, for me, the shelf acceptance, the name really came from my own, you know, journey of finding that self acceptance and and being okay with feeling the way I feel, even if it's not always good. Um, I think that's really important. And I think that obviously shelf because I love books, (laughs) but I, I just feel like this might be, you know, like I said, hopefully a good space for my honesty and my vulnerability and my advocacy to help others feel comfortable doing the same. Um, 
I also, you know, want to be able to provide resources for people who might not know where to look or, um, you know, just talk about what the process of therapy looks like or, you know, answer questions that anybody might have, you know, as a therapist in therapy, I have a good idea of how it works and, and how to get where you need to get and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm hoping that this can be a good space for all that and just for, you know, talking about books and, and mental health and, you know, all that stuff. And I hope that you will follow along and I hope that some of this will help and, you know, like I said, I'm always open to answering questions and, you know, I hope to have a lot of different people as guests on this podcast that will provide other, you know, similar or, you know, very different experiences about mental health and, you know, about books as well and, and how sometimes books can go hand in hand with mental health and, you know, what that looks like. So, so yeah, that's it for now. Um, That's all my introduction information. Um, Like I said, you can find me at Shelf Acceptance on Instagram or at shelfacceptance.com. There you'll find a blog and, you know, like I said, some resources. There's also space to, you know, send me a message or ask me questions. You could always DM me on Instagram as well. Um, And, you know, I'm really looking forward to doing more of this and I hope that listening will just be helpful in some way all right well if you've made it this far thank you for listening to all my blabbering (laughs) um and I will see you next time all right thanks bye Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Shelf Acceptance. You can find me at Shelf Acceptance on Instagram. You can go to my website at shelfacceptance.com or you can email me at shelfacceptance at gmail.com. That's shelf, S-H-E-L-F, acceptance, A-C-C-E-P-T-A-N-C-E.